0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's the darkest timeline. So it's me talking about well me, I guess. Yeah, that already sounds boring. Um There's entertainment, games, movies, TV. There's that. Uh this week I'm talking about going to watch stand-up comedy. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, and what bad sat-nav can do for you. Stay tuned for that. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop reviews where you can drop reviews and share the podcast around. It's a great way to get the podcast out there and we would really appreciate it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, The Darkest Timeline. How you doing? You all right? You well? Good, good. Oh, I haven't even got—I haven't even got the list. How could we even possibly get started without the list? Um, bit of a weird one this week. One of those. You always know it's going to be great when it starts out like this. Very few, very few actual things on the list this week. However, one of the things on the list is a big thing. So, kind of like, you know, offsets itself. Um, I'm already sensing that I need to move. Um, The old bones, they don't like. One second. Yeah, the old... The old bones don't like certain positions these days So I've got to stretch one thing out and bend the other And oh dear I feel like I can't hear anything That's not going to be good, is it? Uh, so I had a strange realisation the other day Um Hit one of those sort of points in time in our house um, That I imagine happens to a lot of people Most people, dare I say um, Where money is tight um, Obviously it doesn't help with the fact that There is isn't just a constant flow of money out of the house um it's just I was thinking about it this evening, I was like, I think the universe knows when you've got money. It's like, oh best best take that off you real quick, yeah. But it also the same when you've not got any money. It's like ah uh, I know you haven't got any money, but gonna need gonna need what what you've got, yeah. And through a series of unfortunate events, um, that is where we find ourselves at the moment, and that goes hand in hand with things like, um, oh, you know, I, I'd like to buy, I'd like to buy a computer game, but a computer game is horrifically expensive. So you know. Computer games do now fall well and truly, well, you know, firmly into the uh, luxury item column. Uh, And what that translates to is never going to buy. I know what you're thinking. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you have a. uh, Weren't you talking about a new game last week? Yes. But that's different. Um, So. Uh, on a Wednesday, um I take the um the younger two children out. Um we have a we have an activity to do in the morning. Um which usually leads to what do you want to do now? You know, once that once the activity is done with, what do you want to do now? Sort of thing. Sometimes it's, uh, I want to go into town. Sometimes it's, I want to go straight home. Sometimes it's, I want to go somewhere else. So that's what we do. So I've been trying very, 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 very hard not to spend any money. um, Because there isn't any. So that was that. Um, Went to get a drink. We've done our activity, I was like, we can go and get a drink if you like. Yeah, it's one of those, it's like, one day a week, you know, like to sort of do do a treat of some description. Um, the youngest doesn't have anything anyway, so, you know, you look at it that way. So, it's like, oh, we'll go get a drink. So, got some drinks, came home um went out a bit later in the afternoon. Um there was this whole um this whole issue. One of those tried tried to get out of the house. I was trying to get out of the house for an hour and then as we stepped out of the door a torrential downpour came and it was like, well, this wasn't here an hour ago. Um However, as with a lot of torrential downpours, they don't last long. So, uh 20 minutes later or whatever, it was done with. Out we go. Um, I was like, where do, where do you want to go? We'll go for a little walk, you know, get out of the house, that sort of thing. So, uh we went to the shops. Went to the shops. But... Um, Mom and I something for a tea. I'm like, oh, you can have a little little treat for tea. Um, and she's got she's got this thing that if we go to the shops, we have to go to a particular shop. We have to go into that shop. We have to buy um, a, a packet of cookies. We have to leave, which is for you know one pound fifty nine. It's like. Uh, okay, that's like a little routine thing, that's fine. The weird thing about it is, is that she never eats the cookies. I'm not 100% sure what what to her the the ritual or routine here is. Because I don't think, I don't know if she doesn't, I don't know if she thinks the cookies are for her and just forgets about them. I don't know. Um. So I got home. And later in the evening, I started totting up the money that I'd spent that day. So, um, those are the sorts of things you do when money's tight. It's like, oh man, I spent money and I didn't have money to spend and, and that sort of thing. And I was like, hang on a minute. Between the the various different places we've been today, between the various different items that we've bought today, between the various different things that I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but didn't necessarily need. Yes, it's nice. It's nice to go and have a treat. Yes, it's nice to do something when you're spending time with the children to you know be like, oh, I'm gonna I'll treat us to a treat us to a drink, treat us to whatever. Could we have lived without it? Is 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 the is the question that I was asking myself, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, I won't, I wouldn't, I can possibly comprehend at this point in time buying a computer game, like I said, because they are so horrifically expensive, um, and I don't have the money, but." And obviously here, here, that that's the the crucial thing but was happy to spend 30 pounds on drinks and tea and a packet of cookies and and just to just to get through the day just to sort of do do treats and as I was like, that would have got me. Three quarters of the way, maybe not quite. Um, three quarters of the way to buy to buy a new game, which I absolutely would not do. There's no no possible way that I would do that. Yeah, let's go get a drink and something to eat. That's perfectly fine. I, don't I think there are there are there are times when you like this. This moment in time is bad. And I think those are the times that highlight maybe how much worse things are. Uh, I I was saying, I was like, should start a uh, a fund, uh, a pot, a pot of money to put in. Every time I think about buying a coffee, just put money in a pot and I know that this is this is not a not a new thing um I always remember the whole um, if you want to buy a house or you want to get a mortgage stop buying coffee um that was like famous or infamous even um but yeah there's been very much a I've started to wonder whether you know it might be interesting to do for a month oh, I'm going to go and buy a coffee, rather than actually going and doing that, taking the money and putting it apart, and seeing what's left at the end of the month. Um, (laughs) There is a part of me that's scared to do it, because I'm like, I don't think I want to know the answer. Um, I did wonder how many computer games I'd be able to buy at the end of the month. Um, But. (sighs) So. Uh, Today is Monday, we know this. Um, oh, I didn't put something down on my list. I wondered why it was looking a little... Um... Yeah, that's strange. I didn't write something down, and now I'm not sure. Let's, let's see how this goes. Today's Monday. Monday. Um, yesterday was Sunday. Might talk about Sunday in relation to Saturday. So Saturday, um, Saturday I was gonna go and see, um, some stand-up comedy. Uh, a few of you may remember that a couple of months ago I went to see Bert Kreisch live, Manchester Apollo, very good, very enjoyable, good time, was had by all. Um... And it's one of those things, if you're going to see one of the bears, you should probably see the other. So, um, I had tickets to see Tom Segura, and it was the Saturday just gone. So, away we went, off to Manchester. Um, Went with a friend of mine, who may or may not have been on a podcast in the past. Um, And off we went And it It was an experience So I've written something down And I'm like, I have absolutely No idea what I was going to talk about Anyway, so the plan is always the same, pretty much. Drive from York to Manchester, go to Tim Hortons and basically hunker down for a little while. Um, Get set up, get a seat, get lunch and a drink and um, have a donut, uh, that sort of thing. So, get in the car, eventually ready to go, and away we go, I was like, hey SatNav, you know where we're going, pretty sure there was a point where the SatNav was like, I can I can guess where we're going, I was like, uh, okay, you knew where we were going to go, It's like, yeah, I've got this, and away we went, now then, the SatNav was like, hey, uh, I know we've only just got on the motorway, but you need to come off the motorway. And I said, absolutely not, because this is what you did to us last time. You tried to get us to come off the motorway, eight minutes after getting on it, and then things got really weird. Um, I'm not going to do that, so um, I'm going to stay on the motorway, which I did. Um, something that I noticed when I set off, they sat and I was like, it's going to take two hours to get there. Like, it, it absolutely doesn't take two hours to get there. So unless traffic's really bad, something's not right After refusing to leave the motorway The time came down by 15 minutes I was like What? What just happened? It's like, okay, whatever Driving for a bit longer, driving for a bit longer, driving for a bit longer So I was like, hey it's time to come off the motorway. I was like I it, it isn't. So. I don't know what you're on about. But. I'm not going to do that. And I stayed on the motorway. And again. The time went down. And I was just like. What is going on here? There's been this running joke for a while. That um, the sat-nav in the car. Has been uh, smoking crack. In our off hours. Because. The number of journeys I've been on recently where the sat-nav's like, hey, let's go the scenic route I'm like, let's go the most direct route like, no, 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 no we will go the scenic route, trust me, it'll be a blast Uh, Spoilers, it's the absolute worst Um, And this is where I feel that um, my reliance on technology is my downfall Because I couldn't tell you how to get somewhere Um so I just tappy, tappy, tappy on the sat-nav, and away we go. And I've always done that from the, the first day of driving. I was like, punching into the sat-nav. However, now I am a slave to the sat-nav. So when the sat-nav says, come off the motorway a little while later, I'm like, well, you know, third time's a charm. I imagine we're nearly there. Okay, I'll... I'll trust you, I'll trust you on this one And that was the point where everything went wrong Because, apparently, come off the motorway now means And drive on a load of back streets for the next 25 minutes And, I don't know how to word this without just saying it as it is there are certain back streets in Manchester you don't want to be driving down. Uh, we saw all of them on Saturday. A um, couple of points, a little bit unnerving is maybe the word. So there was that. I'm like, something needs to be done about this. I don't have it. It needs updating. It needs a setting change. I don't know what's happened, but something's gone horribly wrong. Uh, We got to Tim Hortons. Packed up. Went in. Got sorted. Um, We were in there. Um, Apparently, the best idea was to sit in the window. On a blazing hot day, and just steadily cook for about three hours. Um, I was absolutely melting by the time we left there. So, <clears throat> get in the car, look at some of the, the settings for the sat nav. I was like, uh, I mean, it, it, it almost seems like it's on the right setting, but the other option would be you know when you get like most economical, fastest, shortest or longest which I I have no idea why you would want that if you were a taxi driver I guess Um, so it was on shortest and I'm like "There, there is an element of me that agrees you want to go the shortest route however The shortest route between two point is always a straight line But sometimes going in a straight line is not the right idea And you know, maybe maybe we we should put on the fastest So, I'm like look, I'll I'll leave for now Because basically from where we are to where we're going you, You nip back out on the motorway, you nip round the outside You drop back in, job done Again Went to punch it into the satin. i sat I was like hey I got this I know where we're going Press this button Which I did And away we went And I pulled out and I went And apparently The shortest distance between two points Is a straight line However a straight line from where we were To where we were going Was right through the centre Of Manchester And I don't mean I don't mean like, hey, that looks like we're close to the city centre. I mean driving past the Trafford centre. Driving past, like driving down tiny little roads going, are we allowed to drive down here? Because this is just pubs and people crossing the road in front of the car and getting stuck Behind and in front of a bus, and going, "Uh, Are we allowed to go down here? Is this just a bus section? Uh, What, you know, is this bus and taxis only? Why are we the only car on this street and nothing else? Everything else is public transport. Have we just driven onto a tram track and are now stuck on a tram track with a tram coming? So we had that for 25 minutes going through the dead centre of Manchester. The dead centre. If somebody said to you, where's the centre of Manchester? You could have just said to them, find that car. I was... (sighs) A little put out Shall we say However we manned it we, we did it And we both agreed Well hey The car did what it was supposed to mm-hmm. It took us on the shortest journey It's just not the shortest journey You would want to do So you know swings and roundabouts We get to the venue Now there is a problem And the problem is I do know something as a Matinee uh, long story short, um, I believe the way it went was Tom sold all of the all of the tickets uh, and then proceeded to go to bigger venues, bigger venues, bigger venues. Played Wembley two days before Manchester. Uh, so that gives you an idea of, you know, oh, we've sold all the tickets. Well, let's get a bigger venue. In Manchester, I'm guessing that wasn't an option. So they were like, well, you know, we've sold all the tickets. Now what do we do? uh put on another show at the same venue on the same day just earlier so that's what they did now the venue has parking and if you time it right you can get there you can get parked and that's that you just you're just there and you're parked and you don't have to worry about it and that's great However, we found out that when there's a matinee show, yeah, that's not a thing. Not only is the car park full, the car park next door is full. The grass verge in between the two car parks is full. Every side street between the venue and Leeds is also full. So we went off. We saw a thing that it was like, hey, there's like more mention of parking over there. Oh, the car park's full. Fantastic. But then we started driving down the street, it was like, can we just park here? They were charging astronomical amounts of money for people to park in the car parks, and the car parks were full. So it was a very simple, let's just stick it here. Um, Got parked. Now then, there was a queue already, hours before the show was due to kick off, And apparently, an hour before the previous show had finished, there was already a queue. Now, I was in the camp of, hey, we don't need to worry about this queue, because having booked the tickets in a particular way, um, with a uh, well-known mobile phone company, we get our own queue. Um, So... What we'll do is we'll just go and join our own queue. And get in nice and early. Uh, right up until the point we said to the person. Uh, who was at the front doors. Oh where's the queue for this? Ah uh, yeah there isn't one. It's just one queue. Alright. That's, uh, that's. That's great is that. So the. The. Massive queue around the corner that started an hour ago. It's just that one, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Cool. So we went round and we joined a the end of a very, very, very long queue. And queued for a lot, if I'm honest, a lot less time than I thought we would have. Just a really long time. If that makes any sense. We got to the door. Did the tickets, went in. Now, in a situation like this, my first, first number one priority, even before going off to find the toilet, my first number one priority is to find the merch stand. So I went to where I know, for a fact, they do the merch in this venue. And it was a ghost town because there was nothing... There, and I don't mean they'd sold out, no, 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 I mean there was no merch. Now, as I've said to a couple of people since I've come back from the event, that's like putting 50 grand on the table and saying, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. What possible reason would there be for you to not sell merchandise I need a hat, I need a scarf, I need a hoodie, I need a poster, I need something to be able to say, hey, I was here, because let's not forget you can't take photos while you're in the venue, so I would have happily given you money that I didn't have, going back to what we were talking about earlier, money I didn't have for a little piece of memorabilia to say... I was there, I did that, I'm like, wow, let's just go and find our seat, we've only got an hour and ten minutes before the show starts, we went, found the seats, I was like, look, I'm going to go to the toilet, went off to the toilet, came back, so there was a thing about um, drinks, got some water, because I said a couple of times during the day, do you know something, of all the drinks I've had today The one drink I could do with is some water Got some water And basically then just sat and waited out The next 55 minutes Until the show was supposed to start Now then I'm like Do you know something I've seen the timings There were very were, there. was a lot of strict Things with this show there was a lot of, you can't take pictures, you can't video, you can't do this. If you found doing any of it, you're going to get kicked out. There was that. <coughs> then there were these timings, which they did say, these timings are not set in stone, but we were trying to stick to these timings. Doors open at this time. Show starts at this time. Doors open at quarter past seven. Show starts at half past eight. Why does it take an hour and 15 minutes? Where's the logic there? I tell you where the logic there is that's to make sure that absolutely every single human being in the place has a drink in their hand and we'll come back to that one so show will start at half eight i was like i don't think there's any support because the curfew is quarter to ten so i'm thinking it's going to be show kicks off Tom comes out, does his set, goes off, job done. Um, I had seen something at one point where I was like, oh, maybe that's the, maybe that guy, there is the um, support. But on on the other hand, I wasn't convinced that there was any support. Um, I was wrong. They sent out a guy, a support act, and he was very much an opener In the sense of not massively funny. It was one of those that every now and then you'd give a a cursory chuckle. But that was about it. He did 15 minutes, then said, Right, that's the intermission i'll see you in 20 minutes now a couple of things there number one why have we got an intermission 15 minutes into the show and what do you mean we'll see you in 20 minutes he goes off stage lights come on and i don't know two thirds of the people stand up and go i'm like we've been here 15 minutes Where are these people going? As if I didn't know. Because obviously, this was all around opening the bar again. Got to get those all-important drinks in people's hands, haven't we? So, time passes. Lights go off. And the opener, who let's not forget was very much an opener, comes back out and does another to 15 minutes of very mediocre comedy and I'm like what exactly are we doing here what is this he went off Tom Segura came out now then of everything that has happened to me up to this point which I'm not going to lie I'm not going to sugarcoat it I was not having the best day at that point in time I, I... I just wasn't having the best of times It was the best of times, it was the bluest of times um, Tom came out on stage And if I'm honest It was very good I thoroughly 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 enjoyed it I laughed And laughed and laughed It was great It's Exactly what I was hoping for Very enjoyable um, what I will say is this, I can remember one single joke from that set, and there's a reason for that, a good solid reason for that, and it was because it was the one joke where you went, "Oh, let's not. Other than that, I can't remember a single thing about the show. I know I laughed, I know I enjoyed it, I had a great time. The show finished, we left. And then what happened after that was a series of events that you might imagine. Our car was facing the wrong way. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, which is the right way? Yeah, the flow of traffic would be the right way. They closed the street that we were on, so you could only go in one direction. And we were parked the wrong way. That was fun to negotiate. Um... On the flip side, I decided to make the change to the sat-nav and what I can say is this, I'm not not saying it's gospel, but it did get us home the quote-unquote correct way. Um, Driving back, I was like, at one point I looked at how long we had left to get back and it was 50 minutes and I was honestly like, I don't know if I can do the rest of this drive. I, I just can't face driving for another fifty minutes. I've always been okay with driving. I've always enjoyed driving. I've always been fine doing long distances. I've always found driving cleanses the soul in a lot of ways. But right then, at that moment in time, I couldn't. I just couldn't face it. Obviously, I did. I carried on. I got. I got us back home. Job done. Not too long after I got home, I went to bed. I read some of my book and I went to bed. I had a reasonable night's sleep. I'd made sure to turn all my alarms off. There was no way I was getting up early in any way, shape, or form on Sunday. And I woke up what would be considered in this house to be late. And I went, What the hell? Because I woke up on Sunday And I felt like I'd been hit by a truck I felt I honestly felt like I'd taken a kicking Like I'd had the crap beaten out of me All day Saturday And woke up to the repercussions of it on the Sunday I did not feel good And it was not like I felt unwell And it wasn't like I felt... It wasn't tired, it was mentally drained. However, the wheels don't keep the wheels don't stop turning, especially in this house, so get up, get showered, get dressed, get ready to do things, walk the dog, etc There was a point mid morning where Leanne said to me My word you look awful you look terrible, you look unwell, you look tired, why don't you go to bed, and I was like, uh, that's how I feel, and I probably do need to go to bed, but I can't, because it's like 11 o'clock in the morning, um... So I ultimately decided that the solution was to go and change into my workout gear and just basically work out for the entire day. Which brings me on to my next point. Something I've realized recently, I know, I know I sound like a broken record when I go on about certain things, I know that I just keep coming back to the same things. But there are certain things in life that either interest me or baffle me or whatever. This is something that baffles me. On a Monday, I can get up, go for a run, come back, get sorted, take the children to where they need to be, go to work, do a day in the office, come back, collect the children, come home, walk the dog later on, do a workout and be done for the day as far as the, the watch is concerned. The watch goes, congratulations, you did a day. If I compare a Monday to a Sunday, on a Sunday the watch goes, work harder, fat boy. It's never satisfied. It's never, there is nothing I can do. To satisfy the watch, the watch overlord is never satisfied on a Sunday. Sunday was supposed to be a day of rest. We have now reached. I'm never gonna run on a Sunday. Sunday is my day of resting from running. We went from that to. Uh, I don't. I, I think if I run for the, for a third time today on the treadmill, I might just be able to get there. Sunday was, I'm not going to work out on a Sunday I work out every other day Sunday is my day off Two, I reckon if I bang out 300 reps Of three different of three exercises, 100 reps a piece That might help get me somewhere near I start the day Three mile walk, up and down hills, all of that And the watch just goes is that all you've got? So, what's the deal there? For a while now, it's been it's been puzzling me, but more recently, it has got to a point where I'm now like there is something going on here. So, when I said that I worked out for the rest of the day yesterday, I was not joking, jesting, or anything. At eleven o'clock in the morning, having walked the dog already three miles with the dog. I got changed into my workout gear. And at four o'clock in the afternoon, barring, I said to Leon at one part, I was like, hey I'm digging this new system. I go in the I go in the gym and do some sort of workout. And when I come out there's a coffee waiting for me. I was loving it. I was like, how do we make this a permanent thing? Um Eleven till four barring the two times I came out and drank a cup of coffee. Explain that because what I also then knew was that I had a two mile walk to get in on the back of that. Go walk the dog in the afternoon two miles. And there was a possibility I was going to have to get back at it when I got home. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Especially when on a Monday, the watch is like, yeah, you're fine. You're done. I'm like, I literally ran. I went for a run. Yeah, that'll do you for the day. Just go to work. You'll be fine. I'm like, what? Um... We've had we've had a couple of bank holidays um, here in the UK. I think you have to say that nowadays, back to back bank holidays, which then got us to this week, where it wasn't bank holiday. And honestly, it, it needed to be bank holiday. I was not impressed. Um, I I felt like I'd lost an entire day. As far as Saturday was concerned, I felt like I'd, I'd had it—I'd had it stolen from me, quite frankly. Um, then I spent, as I've just said, the majority of my day working out Sunday. Uh, then it was time to go back to work on Monday. Yay! Beyond angry, beyond annoyed, beyond any of that—that that it wasn't bank holiday today. And then I went, "Hey." It, we don't need to worry because there is another bank holiday, and I'm on holiday that week. That's fantastic. Until I got it into my head that it was next week, and I went, "Hey, I just got to get through this week, and I'm on holiday." <laughs> no. Um, I was about to say that was the week. There was one other thing I didn't write it down, and I meant to. Uh, I sometimes I get weird about this thing, but anyway i um, oh, it's be open and honest nice, as, as much as possible where I can etc 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 so here's some open honesty um, may I mention a little bit recently that um, I had a little bit of a, I don't know what you'd call it um, a break shall we say from the diet I've gone a little bit off, uh, off that side of things recently as we know I'm you know still working out, still uh, running, that side of things was fine, the diet was not, things got a little out of hand, I put on a little bit of weight, um, I think in total it ended up being just short of 6 pounds, it was like, it was 5 pounds something, like 0.8 of a pound or whatever, um, that was over a couple of weeks, a uh, variety of different things, reasons, etc, etc., for that. Um, So, entering last week, I was like, look, we need to correct the slide at this point in time. So, the way to do that, the the way to correct the slide is baby steps. So, I was like, right, here we go. What I want is to not put any weight on this week. So, that was the plan. Do not put any weight on. That will correct the slide. Then we focus on bringing it down. Boom, boom, boom. It was a two slash three step program. Um, I think it was partially to do with getting down to my lowest in a long time, my lowest in about five years, all of that sort of stuff. Whatever you want, however you want to cut it. Get on the scale today. Today's Monday, weigh day. We all know that. And as I was like, just, just please say that I didn't put any weight on. Now then, Saturday cheat meal did not happen tick. Saturday, only had the meal that I had at uh, Tim Hortons, barring some breakfast, and I had no tea. Sunday, usually on a Sunday, I have a fast day. I don't mean I run around like lunatic. I mean, I don't eat anything from when I get out of bed until tea time, which now is like seven, eight o'clock. So I fast all day, then I have my tea, then I go to bed, I get up, I run, do whatever else And then I weigh myself But I realised that over a 48 hour period The amount of calories that had gone in versus the amount that had gone out Because Saturday I'd done all the stuff I needed to do before I even left the house To go to Manchester I was thinking, hey, we might be on track here Stepped on the scales today I lost... 3.2 Was it three? Was it four? 3.2 point two pounds this week um, Which personally, pleased, personally, a little surprised, personally, you know, all those sorts of things So, what that does for the weight, 2 pounds off, getting back to the lowest So fingers crossed for this week um, So that's this week's goal, mini goals Two pounds, two pounds is is a is a thing that is, is doable. It also has that sort of Damocles kind of thing. Every decision, you know, it's always there. Um, obviously, I'd like more to push me past my lowest, um, and then it's time to start really chipping away at the bigger goals. Um, like I've said, after that, I need another seven pounds to get me down to my official lowest in. It'll have been 10 years Then I'd need another stone To get me down to my lowest uh, My unnatural lowest uh, And then there's a multitude of other stones That would need to go To get me to look like some kind of serviceable human um, But that's a whole other thing um, So You know account Accountability Accountability that sounds right and wrong All at the same time um, Accountability accountability, Oh man Well just found a word I can't say um, Yeah I'm telling you So you can keep on top of me Phrasing um, Remember the movie situation I said I wasn't going to talk about movies That I'd seen, maybe You know you guys are going to let me know um, Three films this week Two New to me. One seen before. However, it was a while ago and I didn't like it. Some might say I hated it. Um, did I change my opinion? Let's find out. So, first film of the week Inglorious Bastards. I can never work out how it's quite phrased. Bastards, is it? It's like ER, yeah, whatever. Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I hated Inglorious Bastards the first time I saw it. Recently, it's come up a fair bit, um, and I know that it's widely regarded as good film. So I was like, maybe I need to give that film another go. Very much a situation where it came up, it was available on Prime, I can watch it free, no skin off anybody's teeth. So I did. And what I can say is this, barring one scene in that film which is very long, and in hindsight, having watched the film twice now, and watching that scene twice, in hindsight, I imagine that that scene is is, is very much, that's the scene, that's the, the one in the film that makes it great, and brrrr, but to me, that was the scene that, that really dra- It was dragging the film down. Whereas up to that point, been really good, and past that point, it was very good. I did feel that there was a scene um, towards the back end that was very long, very drawn out, and quite unnecessary. Other than that, I absolutely changed my opinion on that film. I very much enjoyed it. Uh is it Christopher Plummer? Um let me just double check. I don't know I don't know if I'd have been able to do this earlier because the tinterweb web wasn't working. we am getting new internet. Let's just put that on. Right. There he is Christoph Waltz He's just great isn't he? He's very good I mean this isn't this isn't new to me it's not news to me I've just I've always enjoyed him in anything I've seen of him in. um but he's very good all the languages that he does in that. Um, I watched another film again, just before I say the wrong thing. I did want to double check because I think I've been questioned on the name. Well, that didn't do much, did it? Mm. Me, me, me. Uh, I've I've been questioned on the name Because I've been getting the name wrong Uh, The film was actually The World's End I've been calling it At World's End Um, Where do I even start with this? Uh, Probably at the beginning Um, From the Cornetto Trilogy um, I very much enjoyed Shaun of the Dead. It was uh, very much a film of its time. Very good, very enjoyable, very fun. Uh, back in the days when I could tolerate Simon Pegg, which then led on to me really not liking Simon Pegg because I felt that he sell, sold out. And then more recently, I've come back around to thinking that he's okay. Um, and as for things like... Nick Frost and and people like that. I'm not going to get into it. Um, I very much enjoyed Nick Frost in... The wrestling film. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Shaun of the Dead. It was great. And then Hot Fuzz came along. Hot Fuzz. Looks amazing. Looks great. Looks brilliant. I watched it and I hated that film. Um and people go but why, it's great mm. so, the reason I hate that film is because it's a film that promises all these shootouts it's going to be a big shootout there's lots of guns blah, blah, blah. and then nobody gets shot at all in that film it was the weirdest thing and it just really it never sat right with me I could never get on board with it and because of that I never saw world's end the third film in the cornetto trilogy i never saw it i never watched it i had no interest in it i've seen a lot of things about it but i just i just couldn't do it more recently conversations have arisen where there's been a lot of can't believe you've never seen that film but did you not love hot fuzz no i hated hot fuzz hot fuzz is a terrible film but it's not it's great And surely you need to have seen it so you can see the trilogy. And it got to a point where I was just getting a bit tired of it. And again, like with a lot of stuff in my life, it popped up on Prime. So I was like, sod it. Here we go. Let's get stuck in. I will say this. Something that really surprised me about that film was Simon Pegg's character. I was very like... Okay. This is what we're doing. I often find that they try to make Simon Pegg very likable in things. And in that he's just so completely dislikable. Which I just found interesting in itself. Um shortest version is I quite enjoyed it. It was it was an enjoyable film, it was an enjoyable watch, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I thought the the sort of change, a little bit of that sort of change of like Simon Pegg's character, Nick Frost's character, um, the fact that they didn't go with what I would sort of call a standard Edgar Wright kind of casting that they put around Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, there was um, you know that sort of thing. I thought it was just it was just a bit different, which. Was okay in my book I quite enjoyed it Um, The third film of the week um, Was a new film And I mean new new The the new new The new new Because I mean it it was at the cinema like two minutes ago And then it's on Prime Turns out it was an Amazon production uh the film was air uh which is a film about the uh, nike air jordans the one thing i had heard about this short time at the cinema was that there's this kind of strange thing where um, michael jordan's not actually in it and i don't mean michael jordan the the man Uh, I mean, the character, or the person, of Michael Jordan is never truly seen in that film. Um, I think it was done... uh, I think it was sort of a bit strange that it had been done that way. I think we can probably work out why. Um, However, it did did give the opportunity for what I I think is my favourite female actor um Viola Davis to once again just absolutely shine in a role. Um she is phenomenal. She is fantastic. Um very much one of those uh Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, um Chris Tucker's in it. Apparently doesn't have to just make rush hour movies. Uh I feel like uh, like Viola Davis. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Anyway, um, one of those films you've got to you got you to gotta probably take it with a pinch of salt to a degree because it's a um, what do you call a biography in the sense, um, mostly centres around Matt Damon's character, uh, and everyone else is kind of like a um. I don't know, a sub-character. I think I would say the only one that comes close to Matt Damon's character's level would be um, Viola Davis uh, playing uh, Mrs. Jordan, Michael Jordan's mother. Um, I've got to say this much. Absolutely fantastic soundtrack. Uh, Set in the 80s, so what they did was they went, uh, we want an 80s soundtrack, but not 80s music <laughs> <coughs> I feel they kind of went with the good 80s music so the soundtrack is very good, very enjoyed, very much enjoyed the soundtrack um, very little to say about it really, it was a good film it was very watchable um, good characters um, even the characters that weren't portrayed as good as well or whatever you know they they each ended up with like redeeming features um jason bateman's character said something that was quite revealing for me as a person at one point really made me think um just a great story a great film a a way of you know Changing an industry and really flipping it on its head. Um, uh, a look into the where uh, the position where Nike was at that time versus where it is now. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah, I mean, a downside might be that it was very much that corporate America side of things, you know, making rich people richer and that sort of stuff, but. can you say um computer games wise we've got two games to talk about um jedi survivor and ghost recon breakpoint the system i'm using at the moment is this i alternate each day between those two games so yesterday i played jedi uh today i should be playing breakpoint but i don't think there's going to be enough time today um And that's the way I've been doing it Uh, Recently a a sale Has kicked in on the Playstation Store And um, Ghost Recon Breakpoints, Like year one pass Is uh, is on a real Big sale Price Um, So much so that it made me consider it And I don't do season passes There used to be a time where if you bought a special edition, you got the season pass free. I was all about that action, um, but that time seems to have gone. Um, I've looked at it; it's very much a uh, you get this, you get that, you get the other. the uh, The additional intro the additional missions interest me more than anything else. I don't care about cosmetic items. I don't care about um, additional points or whatever that stuff is, I care about additional content, uh, which there does seem to be a little bit, so it's something I've considered, Um, however, go back to what I was saying about the no money situation, and I think you can imagine the actual answer there, Um, Breakpoint is a game I've played many times and I've talked about many times, so let's talk about the game that I haven't talked about many, many times in the past, Jedi Survivor. Um I don't know if this maybe didn't come across last week uh, And if it didn't I apologise But what I want to say at this point in time Is I hate that game With so much passion With so much anger And so much rage I am so chocked full of hatred for that game for anybody that had anything to do with making it, for the company that that made it as a whole for the company that released it anybody that has been near that game and has anything to do with it's making and it's release I hate every fibre of that game I am beyond baffled ...how anybody could consider that this was the answer I described it to somebody today as... ...it's 89% platforming ...it's 3% ...5% maybe um, ...lightsaber battles ...and he says, doing quick math, it's 6% ...getting fucking lost And that's it. It's a game that I think the underlying message is we want you to hate this game and we want you to hate us for making it. Because there are points where you do just the absolute worst platforming sections you could possibly imagine. And then at the end of it, I said this last week, at the end of it, the guy goes, did you enjoy that? No, I hated every single minute of it. Oh, it's okay, because at the end of each section we put a shortcut in, so you never have to do it again. Yeah, that's all well and good, but that only, that's only going to come into effect if I play this bit of the game again, or if I play New Game Plus, which, believe me, is probably not going to happen. I have never shouted and screamed a game more than I have at the, this, in 10 years, I would say. Maybe more. The words that came out of my mouth last night while I was playing that game would have made a sailor blush. Honestly, I I physically can't hate that game any more than I do. It's largely to do with because of how much of an insult it is to the first one. That this is the game they produced. This was what they thought was acceptable. This was the half-baked idea that they shit out, put in a box and sent out to stores they're like, send that to the cretins, see what they think to that piece of garbage and oh it's so, so definitely 9 out of 10 It's 9 out of 10 is this game, 9 out of 10 because it's a, it's, a, it's a sequel to the last one, 9 out of 10 no minus 9 out of 10 minus 9 it's fucking awful it, it it's just just everybody should be ashamed of themselves it it's hot steaming garbage the thought that if i play breakpoint today i will have to play jedi tomorrow makes me want to weep the fact that i'm like maybe i don't play breakpoint today maybe i don't play any games today Which means that I can offset it for another day. And another day where I don't have to play Jedi. So I know what you're thinking. If you don't like it that much, don't play it. It was a gift. I can't not play it. It was a gift. I have to play it, I have to finish it. And then I have to sacrifice it to some kind of gaming god who will in future not charge 70 pounds for a steaming pile of garbage. That is what I'm gonna have to do. Um, that's, that's it. That's, that's the end of the podcast. So tune in next week to find out if I still hate Jedi Survivor. Uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. So there you go, which things that? Another one done, another week gone, another week of me just rambling on about, well, let's face it, it's nonsense. Thank you for listening, thank you for watching, thank you for being here. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, leave us a review, check out the website, thecookiecast.com, there we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one, until next time I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cookie Cast.